What is shaking, Winjep community? Happy Money Monday, man. Goodness gracious. I'm so excited to kick off the week. It's been a while since I've kicked off the week with you guys. I usually do my weekly updates on Wednesdays, but happy Money Monday to everybody. Hope you had a phenomenal weekend. Got a chance to shut your engines down, get yourself back to neutral and ready to attack the week. What we're going to cover today is actually pretty special for podcasters or even business people in general learning how to leverage credit as a resource to raise more capital, to expand, to scale, and then understanding on how to leverage the debt. Most people, when they say the word debt, they go, ah, well, that's consumer debt. Well, when you're doing it as a business owner or a, or a podcaster in this type of case, you have to be able to figure out if there's a way around certain areas of opportunity, this is how you scale. And I have a personal friend of mine, Curtis Nally, and he is the CEO and founder of Lending America, personal funding source, individual funding source for myself and all the contracts that I've been involved with in the last like seven, eight years. But can't wait, man. It's going to be fun. Curtis, welcome to the show, my man. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, giving me an opportunity to connect and serve, man. Um, We've done a lot of great things together, and it's exciting to face yet another new chapter um, in building great things with you, man. Right. Yeah, for sure, man. We've attacked pretty much every industry known to man together, and us kind of working Working together together exclusively, that was a way for us to make sure that the students or the people that are coming on board for me having to understand, okay, listen, this is the best of the best. You're going to work with them and they're going to figure out the best way possible for you to not outstretch yourself financially, but having a game plan while you're going about making that happen. And for the most part, us attacking the broadcasting and media industry, people think, oh, it's different. Well, no, it's not different when you're looking at it in a business model. It is not different. Actually, it's just, it makes it easier because you might have already a, an LLC or a business in that standpoint, you're not trying to start a business. You're just trying to expand and learning how to leverage is the most important thing. I think together, both of us, we've already brokered deals probably close to around $2 billion between the both of us. So it, this isn't something that we're new to. Um, I guess, and I guess we can kind of kick this off with this. If say, for instance, if you are a podcaster, Curtis, or a business owner looking to start a podcast, would it be in the right situation or right probably advice you would give them to look at their financial situation and seeing how they can expand? And if so, what would be the, I guess, best possible way for them to look at it and approach it to attack? Well, first off and foremost, I mean, just because a a podcast is a different type of business model than a lot of others, it does not mean that there is not lack of importance to have capital in any situation. It helps promote you to get affiliates. It helps promote you to do advertising to the show. It helps promote you to have capital to bring the right team members on to do editing and all the different things that make a beautiful podcast like yours work. Um, granted, uh, the biggest thing in that situation is I truly believe in building, growing and leveraging businesses through unsecured 0% capital. And the reason why this is so crucial is because it gives really a number of protections to people. Um, unsecured means if, if we're in a position of default, the only thing that can really take damage is our credit scores. And credit scores, guys, are replaceable. 
Yes, we don't want to have a bad one, but at the end of the day, they're a lot easier to replace than hard assets like homes, um, land, things of that nature, collateralized uh, loans. Um, Secondarily, I also primarily really focus on 0%, and it's the reason why I founded and built Lending America. Because there is, in my opinion, um, and I've debated this with many people, and I, I, I've, I think I've proven my point over all the years, that there is one perfect way to start a business for less than $100,000, and that is to actually do that by leveraging 100%. 0% lines of credit, um, both through the personal and the business side of things. And the way that we do that is we do that through assessing and getting qualified with the right cards through the right banks to maximize performance. I love that you just said that. And now I'm going to kind of shine a light on exactly why this is a no brainer for 99.9% of people. When you're looking at 0% in those type of finance, what Curtis does and his team does, <laughs> I'm telling you, you have someone that has the knowledge and knows how to structure you as a business or how to structure your personal finances give you the proper advice, underwrite you, then go to the banks on your behalf without not speaking to them, but going to the right ones and seeing, okay, this is the most probable chance for you to get approved with this bank. This is the most probable chance for you to get approved with this bank. And this is why it's important. And sometimes when, of course, that's one thing you can't do is obviously the moral and ethical side is, is actually position it for them, but you can go about teaching them, here's how to go about making it happen but it, this is your business and you're putting, that's what I love about what you guys do is you put the ownership back onto them. We're not here to be, I guess, a captain save a business for you. We're here to give you the resources available for you to make the right decision based on our analysis, diagnosis, and our recommendation. And it's pretty simple if you look at it that way. So when the banks and obviously your, I know your background because we've worked together for so long now. It was kind of funny. We were about to hit record on this thing. It was like, man, how many times have we done this? <laughs> like, how many times have we done one of these type of calls? <laughs> it's like, I was like, I'll probably do this in my sleep. But like, I don't want to over, I don't want to overshadow something that obviously someone needs to hear, right? So, say for instance, obviously I know what you guys do and I'm working from zero to zero to end. But I guess we can kind of like go over exactly what to expect for someone brand new to submit an application to see what they could qualify for. That's the key message there, what you could qualify for. Not everyone's going to be qualified to do different things. So if you can kind of go through the underwriting process in the first part of the system, the first part of what you guys do. Love that. So primarily, the very first thing that we're going to do, rather than you going to a traditional bank, which funny enough, I'm actually in the parking lot right now of Chase Manhattan Bank. Um, (laughs) So... uh, Instead of going into the bank and, and walking in and applying for a loan, what they're going to do, they're going to do a hard pull on your credit. Yeah. They're going to assess things that they're then going to give you an answer. What we like to do is we like not only to educate you what's going on with your credit, but underwrite from the standards of every nationalized bank within the United States of America and a lot of them in England as well. Mm-hmm. Um So what we do is we start by actually having you sign up with a credit monitoring site. Now, this is not a credit monitoring site that I own. It's actually owned and operated by Experian. And the reason why we use them is simply for accuracy. Um, 
and making sure that we're doing the best ability of our job. So we can set down and without doing a hard pull, we can see what your credit looks like. We can also walk you through, hey, this is what's going on with your credit. This is what we can do. This is what we can't do. And really the whole mission is going out there and getting lines of credit, right? Any person who has a decent credit score could go out there and randomly apply at Chase or someone else mm -hmm. and maybe get approved for, for one line of credit. There's a massive difference in what we do. Yes. Um, we set down and measure performance with each and every bank off just about 1,200 different data points. Um, and that gives us the ability to match you with the correct banks that are going to perform the highest for you. So we'll know going to maybe a Chase or we'll, or a First Tech or um, Bank of America, right? We'll be able to know based on your credit profile, which is going to be the best match for you. And then mm -hmm. we'll also combine that with other banks so we can basically go to your credit report at one time. And our goal is to extract as much 0% capital as we can. Yes. So therefore, you can predominantly build, grow, and develop a business, whether that be a podcast, a car dealership, or even starting your own bank. Right. A lot of people, when they come to, I guess, you know, because obviously, you know, what I do with companies and I come in and I consult on their, not just sales side, but I consult on the, the marketing side and making sure the fulfillment's there for them to be a, a repeat customer. And that's where I find the most questions when it comes to, well, I got my own business. Well, I have finances. Well, you don't want to spend or invest your money. You want to invest, obviously, your credit and leveraging your credit. And this is what I see a lot of. People go, well, I have over 150K or 200K in a bank. Well, you're losing, bro. Yeah, Why do you totally have it in agree. a bank? You can only insure up to a certain amount. Me, personally, granted, I'm, in, I'm blessed and I'm in a good situation, but I have to have a lot of different types of accounts set up because you're only insured up to a 200K, 250, depending on your bank and the insurance side. If you have the money sitting in there, that money's collecting dust. It's going to move. So, and that's where you're looking at in, in investing and, and looking at other areas of opportunity for you to expand and going into different, different obviously, industries. Or even we talk about the, I guess you would say the real estate industry. You just don't want to buy a home. Go and buy a freaking building, invest into a building. Then you have what? Leverage. So, and obviously there's levels to this, ladies and gentlemen, you can't just start off the bat and like, oh, I need to hold on to this. We've been conditioned our whole life. Like credit's bad. No, it's not. It's a different types of credit. So if you can kind of go through, I guess, a, a situation where someone does have a little bit of liquid, like what would be your advice if someone that does have a little bit of a nest egg, maybe let's go like the lowest we can go, like maybe 25K, 30K in their savings account. And they do have that type of liquid. What would be your advice for them to, you know, obviously go into underwriting and seeing what's available for them, and then making the right decision? Like walk walk me through that kind of scenario. Absolutely. Well, um, this is a subject matter, a matter that's actually really dear to me. Um, velocity of money is very important, and we as business owners and 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 people should be understanding what velocity money is and our money should always be working for us. Yes. Um, it's important to have mer emergency funds and all those different things, but it's also equally as important to keep 
that emergency fund to protect us and then have money work for us the most effective way possible. So mm -hmm. typically, most people, when they go out there and they start businesses, they're either going to do a handful of different things. They're going to start it with their own capital. That's called bootstrapping. Um, and it's very painful and difficult. Uh, they're going to borrow money from family and friends. We all know how that goes sometimes. They're going to borrow money from the bank or they're going to take on an equity position partner, also known as venture cattle or angel investing. Now, out of these options, most of them are actually fairly poor, with the exception of one, in my opinion, and that is targeting a bank specifically for 0%. Because if we go to the bank and they give us 20%, most businesses operate on 20% margins. So we're yes. not really gaining there, right? We're, we're borrowing money and all of our margin and all of the money that we're making is just going back. I'm to so happy you said this. I'm so excited. Keep going. I'm so excited uh, you said this. So what we primarily focus on is going out there, maximizing performance through those lines of credit and those cards. And there's three reasons why they're the best way to start a business. Number one, the flexibility is bar none the best, right? They'll grow with your company in time as long as you use them properly and you pay your bills okay there's zero percent interest for typically a minimum time frame of at least 18 months and if you work with us we often get cases of, of um doing it two times three times for people yes. and we'll get them three to five years of zero percent right and i've had a, we've actually this, had a we've had a few clients that came to me i think you've worked with them i think at least three to five times at least yeah at least because Right. You can keep on as long as you start structuring right and you build business credit and you develop personal credit. You can continue to exercise 0% capital as long as you're educated and you have, I, you have the knowledge base behind it, right? Mm -hmm. And what's even more beautiful about this whole process is it is the only loan product that gives us an insurance policy. And you want to know what that insurance policy is, is, well, number one, if we call up a company and they don't do what they say they're going to do, we have recourse by calling yep. the bank and saying, hey, this person stole money from me. Please investigate them and try to get my money back. And in most cases, if they did steal from you, you're going to get your money back because you have forms of protection. The 100%. second thing they needed, all... and then and just to touch on that, just real quick, this is important for the listeners to understand. That's why doing your due diligence is paramount. So true. Because if so you true. invest, you do it by a wire, you can't do anything in most cases, depending on how you structure that. And that's why, that's why I mentioned that if someone had 20K or 30K into their, their savings account and they're going to make a wire just to get rid of the funds. Well, what happens if there's no protection there, man? There is no exactly. protection, right? So go ahead. Keep going. I love this, man. Thank you. You, you send out a wire transfer for a guy that's supposed to do marketing and advertising for you, and he never even does any marketing and advertising. Well, good luck trying to get your money back. You pay that with a line of credit. It's very easy to get your money back. And on top of this, if we're ever faced in a position of default, like – Look, I want everybody to understand there's certain risks in going into business, even when you're working with people as fantastic as Chris. Um, and if you're in that position where you experience business failure, an unsecured line of credit will actually let you settle on the debt, for most cases, 30 to 50 cents on the dollar. 
So there's no better product in the world to fund a business. Our goal is really just to maximize performance for you. Because at the end of the day, we can't go there and just get a little bit of money now, get a little bit of money tomorrow. When we build a business, we need to get as much capital as we need to survive for 18 months to 100%. build that first round. And then we need to develop business credit. We need to develop the things that we need to do for our second stages. And that's kind of how our process really works is identifying those points with people, maximizing performance, and also helping them build exit strategies after that um, 18 months is over. Knowledge is power, my friend. Knowledge is power. Even if, and we've had certain situations where, yeah, we might have brokered a deal and did some education and, and given people knowledge. And even if they go to the company and try to enroll into something, that's why I only give recommendations because I don't want to be in a situation when they go, well, Chris told me, Chris didn't tell you shit. Like Chris told you, <laughs> we, my team, my staff, as we gave you a recommendation, you chose to what to do with it, that information. So, and that's a protection. A lot of people don't understand that. Even if they come in contact and watch a video or something, that's why I always hit people with compliant statements. It's for those who qualify. We, we can't guarantee. There's no guarantees in life. I don't know if I'm going to make it to tomorrow. Like who knows? <laughs> God willing, it's going to happen. But the main thing, especially in, especially with the, I guess, the uncertainty, what we call life in 2020 going into 2021, what people don't understand if you're going to try to get coaching, let's go into coaching programs just for a hot second. So say if, for instance, they are a business owner and they're trying to get to a multiple seven-figure earnings or eight-figure earnings. In order to take that leap, you need to learn from those who actually know what they're doing. So yes, there are people out there that have phenomenal coaching programs that will figure out if that's going to be in the best interest of you short-term and then long-term. That's why Curtis is mentioning 18 months. We don't, and that's the whole process. And I, and I, I, I say it till I'm blue in the face, and I'm going to keep saying it till I'm blue in the face. And one day I'm going to turn into a Smurf. So <laughs> I swear, man. Like, listen, like even when you're even when you're working with a prospective student going into a program, they go, oh, "I have 30k to invest or 100k to invest." Ah, we're not investing right now. What? Well, let's do this. Let's take a couple of days. Underwriting takes 24 to 48 hours. Let's submit an application. Get you over to my team obviously knows about the financial side. If by chance, if it's in a right best interest of you leveraging what you already currently have right now, of course, we'll get you enrolled. If that's going to match up and align with your best, you know, obviously your, your needs, wants, and desires in life when it comes to you scaling your business. However, you might learn something new and you go, Chris, yes, I appreciate that. But one thing you can do is you can go ahead and put a deposit down for this program, product, service, and good to lock you in where it's not going to change the outcome of the underwriting and the financial side. And most people go like, how does he know this? I've done this for years, man. <laughs> right? Like, So it's not like I'm a financial guy. I I just know how to work with financial people to plug in the right information for those who need to hear it because things change, man. So, I mean, I've been around people that have scaled and then lost it all because they didn't make the right decisions on what was in front of them. I wish I'd have done that. Don't live in regret. So if you're a person right now that is in a situation, oh, I'm good. Oh, you're, you just lost. <laughs> you just it's lost, true. my friend. You just lost. So, I mean, because things can change for you. 
especially if you're looking at a digital marketing business. If you don't own that bit, I love when people tell me, I'm a business owner. No, you own the, the licensing rights to market, advertise that product, service, and good. You don't own anything. <laughs> you don't you don't own it like is it what you own patentable did you come up with it how does it how is it changing in the marketplace and what separate what's your competitive advantage what's your go to market strategy when i start hitting little questions like this curtis it changes the it changes everything so and that's why i love working with your team and you exclusively you're, there's no other people that work with us because i know what you're going to say and i know how you're going to go about helping them and that's a that's something where bridging that gap is important because I mean, you've had situations you go, what the hell's wrong with this person, Chris? I'm like, I don't know. Like, let me get on the phone and we'll, we'll map it out because one thing that could happen that if there isn't a personal relationship within brokering those types of deals and getting that education needed, you just lost yourself a reoccurring client that could have produced 200 to 300 K for you. And that's, that's something that you just can't turn away from, in my opinion. Would you agree? I totally agree. 100%. It it always comes back to, in, in my world, the banks see you as two type of people, okay? They'll they'll see you as a transactor or a revolver, okay? okay. And what, what that means for everybody is a transactor is a guy who pays off his bills every single month and never accrues interest in any standpoint, right? A revolver is someone that continues to carry balances and eventually will pay um, interest. What I do is I segue the both because banks a long time ago, back in, jeez, uh, probably 1970s, they started releasing what we know as today is introductory periods. They're also called teaser rates, okay? So all that I do for people is I teach them to be a revolver and carry a balance while we're at no accrued interest so we can benefit 100%. and grow a company, right? And then continue to maintain 0% as long as the banks will physically allow us to. And then the second the banks will no longer allow us to give us those introductory periods, we immediately turns back into a transactor and we don't pay any amount of interest. Or if we do pay interest, it's very, very low because we have extremely high credit scores, not only mm -hmm. on the personal, but on the business side as well. So therefore we can go into a bank with the three pillars. The three yes. pillars are personal credit, business credit, and money or revenue. Those mm -hmm. three things, if you have those three things, anybody will lend you money, anyone. If you're profitable, if you have good business credit and you have good personal credit, uh, there are so many banks, there are so many people that will give you money. But if you're missing some of those key ingredients, right, it makes it more difficult, which is why we start with when you're starting, all you really have is credit. So we yeah. use one pillar to grow and develop the two. We get money from credit. We use that to build business credit and we use that to gain revenue. Right, hundred percent, and it's always about not only the velocity of it because it's the speed. You have so to be able true. to move and adapt to the marketplace. If you're not adapting to obviously knowing where you currently are, especially on the financial side, that's why my CPA sends me a report every morning at nine a.m. every morning about how much liquid I have available to be able to invest and get it out of there. Because if I don't, I'm going to be dead in the water. Yeah, there was a lot of uncertainty in last year, but a lot of people were running for the hills. I was doubling down.
because I, I mean, I'm conditioned my mind. I gotta, I gotta eat my own dog food. You know, I can't, <laughs> I can't just say, I can't just sit there and yell at you guys, people, and be like, yeah, to do this, do this, this, and then when everything gets a little, little weird, I'm go, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little timid right now. No, I'm gonna be aggressive. I practice what I preach, and yes, I made some tough decisions and lost a little bit here and there, but overall. I've done very well for myself with your obviously being underneath your tutelage as well. There's things that you taught me in passing the way that you would, the way that you would position it with clients. I'm like, well, damn, that's a good idea. And I, you would hit, I've never even told you this. I'm like, I went to my seat. like, you need to do this. <laughs> He's like, why? And I'm like, as Curtis said that, but he didn't say it to me, <laughs> but that's that. why it's great advice. I mean, that's, I think that's one of my, I guess, talents is being able to learn from others rather than learning from, I guess, my mistakes and, and situations. But I guess, okay, let's kind of like wrap this up with this. And I think this has been very powerful and I appreciate you at, at all times. I mean, I'd love that you are so willing and open to share knowledge. And most people that I come in contact with in the industry are holding on to it like it's the holy grail. You know, I mean, you dump out more than you actually will get on people on the phone. I'm like, wow, I'm mind blown. I mean, you take it slow with them during that process. Look, I guess we can kind of go with also just finishing up. You get the underwriting process and say, for instance, if they do have a lot of pay downs or something, like what would be, I guess, because obviously this is what we deal with at all times it's in figuring, okay, even if they're going into a program, product, service, or good, or if you're just a podcaster and they're trying to expand and maybe do some more video editing and they want to take their show and turn themselves into a broadcasting powerhouse, you know, so... If they got like a lot of paydowns, I guess what walk me through that type of process if someone has that type of situation. Actually, a, a number of years ago, when we were doing this for a number of clients, which we still always do, um, we kept on running into the same recurring problem, and that is we had a bunch of people who already had too much debt. Um, therefore, that debt was pulling down their credit score. So what I actually did is I developed a hedge fund um, with the sole purpose of funding and paying down people's revolving debt so they can get zero percent interest so right. it really helps protect the end user of hey if you're in a heavy debt situation um you shouldn't be looking at debt consolidation you should be thinking in different ways of how do i increase revenue and how do i get out of debt at the same time and the only way that i've ever explored or found a way to possibly do this is to pay down the debt initially go out there and get zero percent because what it mm -hmm. does is it restructures all your debt for you at lower interest rates and it usually leaves enough for you on the top to run grow and develop a stronger income stream because i never if you have a debt problem you really have an income problem 100%. because if you're if you're making a hundred million dollars, you don't have a debt problem, brother. You've got a hundred million dollars a year. And that washes it, everything. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I always try to tell people, Hey, I'm a macro guy, right? I am. I'm the guy that's always increasing revenue lines. And my accountants are always the guys that are trying to lessen expenses. Right. Yes. Um, and I think that's what you should be doing as a business owner in general, right? And mm -hmm. the leverage of capital, especially at 0%, is how we gain so much velocity. Mm -hmm. Because today, a penny saved 
is not a penny earned. A no. penny saved is a fucking penny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interest all. Interest rates. Exactly. Interest rates are zero percent. Okay. When you're borrowing a, on a home right now, some people are getting approved for one point seven. We've never seen this in history. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we've got inflation flying through the roof. If you don't believe me, look at the price of lumber. Um, so the best way to hedge against that inflation is to leverage. And when we leverage at 0%, it fights inflation. Yep. And it gives us asset access to capital, which can make us grow stronger revenue streams by capturing asset classes, building businesses, or educating ourselves. 100%. Um, I was actually working with a good friend of mine. Um, we just were having just a normal conversation. I was actually speaking on his panel. It was um, an investor panel for buildings and whatnot and looking looking to obviously acquire buildings or properties inside of obviously new, newer builds. So when we were having this conversation, I was like, man, that was right when they raised the minimum wage. I was like, act now. <laughs> I was like, move now. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you don't read the paper? Like, you're in He's like, oh, you're talking about this. And of course, that was just, it actually sparked a whole beautiful conversation in the panel. It's like, you got to move. And he's like, how do you, how do you understand this? I'm like, well, I get in trouble all the time. They're trying to lower, like, obviously my, like, spending and everything. <laughs> like, I get in trouble more from my CPAs because I'm more of a guy that moves. And they're like, okay, let's measure and reassess this. And I appreciate that because obviously I'm going to move. Right. And I'm going to take action when normal people go, oh, I need to breathe a little bit. But you actually told me something a long time ago. Breathe through your eyelids. Remember you told me that? I, I don't know if you remember. T- <laughs> breathe through your eyelids. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And then I was watching an old baseball movie and it popped in the movie. I can't remember. Bull Durham, I think. So I was like, yep. that son of a gun stole it from that movie. But it was still good <laughs> at that point. <laughs> it's true, man. <laughs> but anyways, man, but I appreciate you guys. If you want to. Learn more from Lending America. We have our different links that are coming in just for Winject Studios. Stand fast. Our team is working real hard on that. We'll get it over to you. In the meantime, send an email at admin at winjet.com or text our texting community at 843-396-2104. And we'll connect you with Curtis' team and then we'll move forward from this band. But I appreciate you, as always. Enjoy your time back in the States for momentarily for a little while, I guess. When are you going back? Um, I should be headed back, uh, probably in about two, three weeks, uh, back to Puerto Rico, to the Island to enjoy the good weather. Rough life, man. Rough <laughs> life. So <laughs> rough life, but yeah. All right, guys, I appreciate you. Take care. Be well, be you be great. If you need anything else from me, guys, just text our community 843-396-2104. We'll continue to keep moving forward. Peace out guys. Much love. This broadcast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.